Our second lesson comes from the Gospel of Matthew. Jesus is speaking with his disciples, and he is promising them before the crucifixion, he is promising them that he will come to be with them. And so in this season of Advent, we turn for hope in Jesus' word. Then they will see, says Jesus, the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of the heavens. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Be aware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like a man going on a journey. When he leaves home and puts his servants in charge, each with his own work, and commands the doorkeeper to be on the watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the master of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at cockcrow, or at dawn, or else he may find you asleep when he comes suddenly. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we come to you in this season of Advent, and we ask that you speak to us words of hope. Send your spirit to calm us in the frenzied season. Speak to us of peace. Speak to us of deep meaning. Dig down into the depths with your Holy Spirit that we may know your presence and in your presence find joy. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This past week or so, I was attending a retreat for icon painting, as in the Byzantine icons. And I have been on this retreat with this group of people for three years now, and they have become my friends. And one of my friends, Carrie, told this story. She was, as a child, at home with her little brother one night when their mother had gone out. And her brother and she had decided that they would watch an episode of The Twilight Zone. Now, if you do not know The Twilight Zone, it is a rather disturbing, from time to time, science fiction little 30-minute episode that can truly freak you out. So, 
there Carrie are and her little brother watching this Twilight Zone. And in this episode, aliens come from another planet and find people to take them back to their planet. Well, the children locked all the doors and they hid behind the curtains and turned off all the lights. And when their mother came home without her keys, she knocked on the door to try to get into the house and the children didn't answer. And she knocked again louder and she said, this is your mother, let me in. And Carrie's little brother turned to her and said, aliens can make themselves sound just like mothers. We lock our doors at night. We have security alarms, we buy a dog. We draw the curtains shut as the sun goes down. Jesus tells us in the night, keep watch, keep watch, for Christ is coming. As we prepare for the coming of Christ, we have this gift in church of this quiet, with all the frenzy of shopping and Black Friday and Internet Monday or Cyber Monday, there is a frenzy. And here we come to find that place of peace in which we can go deeper. We need to hear the context for our Gospel of Mark. The Gospel was written around the year 70 when the city of Jerusalem had been under siege and the buildings were burnt to the ground and the temple itself had been destroyed and burnt to the ground. People who were following Jesus were into this long night of years that would not end. A long night of darkness And the gospel writer speaks to them through these words of Jesus. Do not give up. Christ comes in the night. We light candles in the dark. Christ comes. Keep awake. Have hope. Now the Romans divided the night into four watches. There would be a guard for each watch of the night. The first watch at evening, the second at midnight, the third at cock crow, and the fourth at dawn. Nine o'clock to midnight, the first watch. It was during this time last Monday night when the verdict came out that Darren Wilson, the white officer who shot and killed Michael Brown, would not be brought up on charges. And that decision sparked protests and riots and the angry outburst of hopes unfulfilled. And once again, 
a sense that justice had not come. And whether you believe that or not, we must at least listen for that cry of pain that came out that night. We saw Jerusalem in the year 70 with the buildings being burned to the ground and the temple, a church itself on the streets of Ferguson burned. The angry and despair bursting in violence in a what has been a long night in our nation of racial prejudice. Race is that shroud spread over our United States that has never truly lifted. We struggle to get out from underneath it, but it still chokes and blinds people in deadly ways. And we hear the prophet say, Oh, that you would come down, O God, tear open the heavens and break through to us, break through the fear and the hate and the oppression and the prejudice that keeps us tied up in shame and in anger, unable to speak the truth or hear deeply honest, hard words. Oh God, that you would break through to us. And the gospel says to us, keep watch. Keep watch for those places where the shroud of racism is being shredded. Keep watch for the people who came to the bakery that was broken and vandalized, who came on Tuesday morning and cleaned up and fixed the bakery so that the baker could begin to work on the Thanksgiving orders. These are the people who raised $200,000 in two days to help that business alone. And keep awake so that you notice and you see the stories on how protesters that Monday night made a human barricade between those who were being violent and those who were being peaceful so that their restaurant that they had in their community would not be burnt to the ground. They saved that restaurant with their bodies. Let us keep awake for the stories of people who make a difference for the goodwill of an officer named John Lohr, a white man who came out on the streets of Ferguson that night without riot gear. He just came to talk to people, people with whom he had developed a relationship so that there was a 19-year-old boy who was there in the protests with a ski mask on, and they recognized each other, the police officer and this young black man, and they said, oh, hey, how you doing? And the police officer called him over and said, we're going to have a good night, right? We're going to have a good night. And the young man said, yes, yes, we are, sir. Yes, we are. It's going to be okay. And he put back his ski mask on and went back to that part of that peaceful protest. And it's important. It's important that we recognize that and how he was out there in the street and there was a group of people who wanted to block the traffic. And he said to them, you've got three minutes 
And the woman who was leading that said, okay, okay, three minutes. He said, I'm setting my timer. And so they made their statement. And when the timer went off, they opened the street to traffic again. I see Christ coming in these lights that shine in the darkness. What's more, I see light shining in the ways in which our nation seems to be awakening to this pervasive problem. I hope and I pray that the conversation about racial bias that we are not even aware of can bring us freedom. That is my hope. The second watch, midnight to 3 a.m. This is the time of night when the phone rings and someone is in trouble. Someone needs our help. It may be bad news. It may be terrible news. These are the times in our lives when the night can be so dark and we go to the hospital or to the home of a friend. We keep watch for Jesus to be present sometimes in hospital personnel, sometimes in emergency workers, sometimes in the neighbor who comes to sit with our children or just to hold our hand, sometimes keeping watch means being with family and seeing the love that we have in our families and truly recognizing the grace this past Thanksgiving, we gathered with my mother-in-law, who is blind and cannot remember often who we are. Paul, is he my son? Oh, and who are you? And what do you do, Molly? Every Sunday you preach? Well, sometime I'll have to come and hear you. And then there were the nieces, 10 years old, 9 years old, 12, who came up to their grandma and held her hand and told her time and again where she was and who they were. And light came the night. Christ showed up. Keep awake. The third watch from 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. These are the hours when we cannot sleep. When we are awakened for those anxieties, the nightmares that plague us. This is the hour of the cock crow when Peter betrayed Jesus 
and wept and wept. These are the nights, the times when we say, I have no idea how this is going to work out. I have no idea, God, how I'm going to help make this right or what I'm going to do. These are the times when we feel overwhelmed and discouraged. And sometimes all we can do is pray. And into these times, it may not happen in the night, but it certainly can happen in the night of discouragement and being overwhelmed as sometimes happens to me. When I choose a hymn for the service, and I've chosen it because it's got the right words, and it's a song that we all know and we can sing, and it's liturgically correct, I picked it. I chose it. We've discussed it at staff meeting. And then, I'm there singing it. And all of a sudden, God says to me, Molly, I picked this hymn for you. And the words come off the page. And speak to me with the strength I need to be the pastor, the mother, the wife, that God has called me to be. Keep awake. The fourth watch, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m., just at dawn, just at the hour of the resurrection, just when night is almost over, keep watch. This is the time when the homeless perhaps are the most cold, when the gaps in our economic system are so wide. This is the time when volunteers from our congregation show up at Miriam's kitchen and open the doors with scrambled eggs, hot and steaming, with hash browns cooked for hundreds, with coffee hot and waiting for those who come in from the chill. This is Christ coming. And one of the homeless is set up with a doctor's appointment and another one is filling out a form for housing. This is hope. This is Christ coming. This is for what we watch and wait. Hope. That word that in Hebrew and in Greek means expecting. We do not just sit and wish, wish we expect Christ to come. We are the doorkeeper waiting for Christ to come. We are awake and aware for that when Christ comes into our lives and is knocking at the door in the times of night in our life. This is Advent where we expect God to break through in the hardest and the most difficult times, in the places in our lives and in the world where we are most troubled, where we are most in need. 
We face these times with hope. We watch. We expect. God is with us all through that night until the day dawns. Let us be doorkeepers, awake, expecting Christ. Amen.